Dear friends, isn't studying verse by verse within the Bible exciting? Do you love to just go verse by verse and see God's will for our lives? Our Are You Studying series from the International Gospel Hour takes this trend today, and we continue from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. So reach for your Bibles and let's turn and learn, friends. Stay tuned. On Jordan's this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, thank you to our Jay Webb, and greetings to all of you, our listeners. We appreciate your interest in the things that be of God. And today our very special broadcast from the International Gospel Hour continues with a book, chapter, and verse study of the book of 1 Corinthians. Now, our Are You Studying series is where we simply take a book and chapter and we go verse by verse in an expository study. We expose the text, if you will, to understand the Bible. And so, when we take a chapter, we go little by little with usually a weekly broadcast, but you may be hearing this daily. And so, it just depends on when our broadcast will air, but we want you to know this. If we're studying a text and we refer to something we had studied before and you'd like to hear that, reach out to us at internationalgospelhour.com through our contact tab. Like, for example, if you're listening to this broadcast and you say, Hey, I listened to 1 Corinthians 1, 11-13. Where can I hear the other broadcast? Then we can help you in narrow down of what you are looking for. Today, we want to pick up with 1 Corinthians 1, 11-13. As we do, we'll read our text and we'll pick up with our study after our brief break and comments from our J-Web. 1 Corinthians 1, 11-13. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by those of Chloe's household, that there are contentions among you. Now I say this, that each of you says, I am of Paul, or I am of Apollos, or I am of Cephas, or I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? So we're going to pick up with verse 11 in a moment, but first, a few words about our friends at HouseToHouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com, and please request a free copy of House to House Heart to Heart. May this be of aid in your studies. In our studies previously from 1 Corinthians 1, Back in verse 10, when Paul said, Now I plead, this is the matter that's coming up. You see, he is dealing with the division there. The prayer of Jesus desired and commanded unity, John 17, 20, and 21, and we are instructed from other passages, such as Romans 12, 16, and Philippians 3, 16, to be as one. But friends, we don't see that today. We find where denominations have broken up so many lines and caused so much confusion. But the word denomination is not in the Bible. It actually comes from two words, nominate, which means to name, or the prefix de, which means down from the first or whole, denominate. 
Therefore, it is to name something that is not the whole or only a part of it. But the Bible teaches of the church in the New Testament, and that is what we are to be a part. You see, there is but one doctrine, 2 John 9.11. There is but one faith, Ephesians 4.5. Now, let's pursue that. And Paul gives us this instruction throughout 1 Corinthians 1. We look at verse 11, which is the only mention of the household of Chloe. And the contentions that are there, that will refer to strife or discord in verse 11 that led to their divisions going back into verse 10. Now, in original language, the word contentions is an old word that means to split or to rend, to tear. It's also used as splinters and plowing. And we see this used in John 7:43, John 9:16 and John 10:19. Now Paul uses this word contention specifically indicating that, you know, hey, this is bad, but it can be fixed. He wants them to understand the seriousness of them going here, there and yonder. Well, I am of Apollos, I am of Apollos, and I am of Cephas, and you see the problem that was causing. You know, as one reads this letter to the Corinthian congregation, well, it's obvious that there was a lot of strife. I'm indebted to my, Sp- to my friend, Spencer Strickland, fellow gospel preacher, who, who noted this in his study and shared this with some material that came my way. He said, in chapters 1 through 4, there was discord over preachers. In chapter 5, there was discord over immorality. In chapter 6, there was discord over going to law before the heathen. In chapter 7, there was discord over marriage. In chapters 8 through 10, there was discord over meats offered to idols. In chapter 11, verses 1 through 16, there was discord over the conduct of women in the church. In chapter 11, verses 17 through 34, there was discord over the Lord's Supper. In chapter 12, there was discord over spiritual gifts. In chapter 15, there was discord over the resurrection. My friend Spencer Strickland hit it, folks. There was a lot of discord in that church. And Paul is going to point them back to Christ. When he even said here, there are those that say, I am of Christ, he was not making Christ another man-made sect. A number of writers or commentators believe that Paul was upholding of whom they should be a part, Christ and none other. And folks, he just keeps pointing back to the Christ. You don't take upon the names of men. You don't take upon worldly names of your churches. We are to be of Christ. In verse 12, we think of the impression upon people that Apollos had. He was quite exceptional. We note that in Acts 18. And even mentioned of Cephas going back to Acts 2. But by using this as pointing to the one that, if you will, saved them or kept them going. The late Winford Clark observed how this polarized the saints. When one says, I am of... It means they were not of some other. Folks, that's powerful stuff. You see how serious this is? But then in verse 13, Paul asked the question, Is Christ divided? Which means He's not divided. He is one. He is whole. He's the one that prayed for unity, John 17, 20 and 21. To this point, friends, in our study, 12 times in 13 verses, Paul mentions Christ. And again, what better one to focus on that what, what about, let's try this again, friends. What better one to focus on than the Christ with a church that has division and problems? So is Christ divided? Well, in a word, no. Christ is not divided. He's one with the Father, John 10.30. Here is one who prayed for unity, 
Again, John 17, 20 and 21, how then can we divide him? When we consider going over to 1 Corinthians 4, 17, where Paul says, Paul says, I speak everywhere in every church. Friends, you cannot do that in denominationalism. You cannot speak the same thing in every church. When you sit down and let churches come together and ask them about the plan of salvation, how they view the simplicity of the church, you're going to probably get as many answers as you are asking the question. Psalm 133 and verse 1, Behold, how pleasant, how blessed, how wonderful it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Is Christ divided? No. We're going to point back to Christ. Was Paul crucified for you in a word? No. There's never another crucifixion that could accomplish the crucifixion of Christ. And you see, Corinth understood crucifixion. Not only did the church understand the crucifixion of Christ, but even the public knowledge, those that dwelt in Corinth understood crucifixion. It's horrendous suffering and death. And only the crucifixion of Christ could make the difference in a person. And we point people back to the cross. 1 Corinthians 1, 23 and 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 2. Two things the crucifixion accomplished. Unity is just noted, and salvation in none other as we will see. You see, friends, when we take a look at the cross, there is one cross that matters. Paul could have been crucified a dozen times. Cephas could have. Uh, Apollos could have. But that doesn't matter. That's not the case. That's not the point. Were you baptized in the name of Paul? Well, there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Acts 4.12. None other name. One name. You see, that chops down all the division right there. One name. And if we're baptized in the name of Paul or of Apollos or of Cephas, one would remain buried, for they are buried. They buried themselves with Christ, Romans 6, 4 through 6. There's no need for us to be baptized in the name of Paul, and to make certain that our baptism is according to the Scripture. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ, Galatians 3.27. Romans 8 and verse 1 tells us, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We summarize all this together, friends. What do we have? Well, first of all, we know that denominationalism is not God's plan. To be divided up into different sects is not God's plan. That we need to point back to the one cross, and we need to look at Christ and His church in the Scripture. To be obedient unto that Christ, and to be as one as God desired through Christ. Friends, we're thankful to study the Bible verse by verse. And it's an exciting time. Maybe you want to continue your studies. We have a variety of different studies available. And through the World Bible School, well, I'll tell you what. Listen to our J-Web about this offer of study online. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Friends, we will gather together at another time to continue our studies of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Again, any study of 1 Corinthians in our Are You Studying series is available through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Contact us and we'll help you find the lessons of which you may be looking. 
but we will continue our studies together at another time. As always, friends, we are delighted you've chosen us of all the choices that you have to study the Word of God. And thank you always for joining me on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. And we hope that you'll find our work profitable and helpful for you. I'm Jeff Archie. As always, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.